How's it going there, fine facts? How's it going? Welcome to the rap, raw rap, messed up royally so far. I tried to count in Irish to ten, and I got as far as eight, and then I broke into German because I'm trilingual. And then I tried to say random, and I said raptum um, podcast. So you know, this is a good start, people. This is what we want: start of a new month. Still messing up intros, even though it's episode 145 of the Random Podcast with me, Marquez. It's the 2nd of March, 2020. This is the part of the podcast where you have a 1,000-word essay and you have to fill out every word. So you say every word out loud and then you keep going and you're like, okay, we're 20 words in. And then you're you're warmed up. Your vocal cords dancing. They're out there on the night out. It's a Friday night and they had a couple of drinks. One of your vocal cards is like, we're not doing any shots tonight, lads. And you're like, no, we're definitely not. And then you got the sneaky one. And he's like, come on, we'll have one. Sure, here's the tequila. And be like, all right, just the one. And you know, once you break that duck, once you break the tape, once you break the seal, you're out. You're out for the night now. You're boozing the shots. Sure, one, one's never enough. Sure, let's have another. Sure, one's just the tip. Why would you stick the tip into me? Put it all the way in there, Susan. Put it all the way in there now. And the next minute, you're four shots deep and you've got the pints. And someone says, let's get an espresso martini. And you're like, sure, why not? It'll wake us up. And now you're really wired to the moon. Now the moon is saying, hey, hey, hey. The moon is on a date up there in the moon. And the moon says, hey, got a little bit of an issue. Uh, we got Mark and his buddies down there. They're wired, wired to the moon. And then the moon, now the moon's out. He said, I'll be right back, or I'll be right back. I'll just check what the lads are up to. What are the lads up to? And then the moon pops his big old head in, big old moon head. And he's like, what are you up to, lads? And we're like, oh, we're doing some shots. Come on, we're going to catch up. And then the moon's like, all right, fuck it. And then the moon's doing shots with you. And that's when you're wired to the moon. And that's how you know you're dancing. You're out there on the dance floor. And you're like, oh, why are we dancing? We never dance. But then you're really drunk. And finally, finally, you can let the guard down. The Your emotions come out. And you're trying to dance. And you're trying to make moves on women. And the women are like, why are these sweaty Irishmen dancing on us? And you're just clapping your hands in the air. And everyone starts clapping. And now you feel like you're in charge of the crowd. The audience is is obeying to your every move. It's obeying no matter what you do. You're clapping, they're clapping. You're you're ooing, they're ooing. You're a ratchet-chain, they're a ratchet-chain. You're at one, you and the moon and the lads and the crowd, and it's a great time, your hands are in the air. And now you don't even need women. It's a lad's night out, it's a lad's night out. You're having fun, you're having fun, you're having a great time. It's a lovely, lovely time. Everyone's up there and on the dance floor, they're jiving. Shots, someone goes get shots. You're you're having the time of your life. This is it, lads. This is the night of our life. It's true. The the people they say, Come out Friday night, it'll be the best night of your life. And you said, But you said that last week and you forgot because you had the hangover and it was very bad. And your woman was giving you grief because you came home hammered. Bit of pizza and puke on your shirt and whatnot. And um But now you're back, you're back and you're on the dance floor and the lights are flailing and it's all slow motion, but the, there's house music playing and you're just going for it and your hands are in the air and this is a night you'll never forget that's what you'd think i'll never forget this night and then until one of your friends says hey 
you know how to prove you're a hundred percent straight and you'll say how how do i do it and they'll say you have sex with a man and <laughs> you'll say what be like yeah if you have sex with a man and then you don't enjoy it and you don't want to do it anymore that's how you know you're straight and you'll say explain that to me now again patty you'll be like ah if you have the only way to find out you're a hundred percent straight is if you have sex with a man and you'll say that's the dumbest logic i know not ready to find out if I'm 100% straight. I'm sorry, Paddy. I'm sorry. You'll have to go home to the wife and she'll have to peg you once again, Paddy. Sure, there's the time, Paddy. I'd say, I'd say you'd won too many, huh, huh, Paddy? That's why you were buying so many shots because you were trying to fuck a man tonight, huh, Paddy? Even though you're married. It's all right, Paddy. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good in the hood, Paddy. I don't hold any judgments. No, you're good. You're good. Say nothing. She will forget about this, Paddy. We'll say nothing in the morning. You'll just... You'll send me a text being like, Jesus, couldn't remember anything. And I'll lie and I'll say, yeah, I know, me neither. Don't even know what we're on about. Sure, what are you on about there now, Patty? It's a great night. And um, that's that's what a night out with Patty's like. And that's what we're out here now. We're out there dancing on the dance floor. Here we are. We're in March we're dancing with a long-winded intro. But my vocal cords are warmed up with that great, great story, analogy, metaphor, whatever you need to call it, whatever you want. I live in LA now, so if you, you can just apply words to anything, and you're good to go. You can say what you want. You can be what you want. You don't have to back up anything. I could be a singer. If anyone asks me what you do, are you a singer? Yeah, I am. Can you sing? Doesn't matter. I am a singer. That's what you want. Just got back from Chicago and St. Louis, or Louis, I don't know how to pronounce this, um, and I am tired. I'm very tired. Went Friday, the flight was so early, I had a show late on Friday. There was only one option, people. I wasn't going to be able to sleep, so I stayed up. So I went to the airport on zero sleep. Then I found out. Sunday we had a flight. It was at, we had to get up at 5am, I think. I was still awake at 2.30, maybe 3pm. So I got little to no sleep. Two hours, I think. Then last night, I found out my flight this morning. I had to be up at 5 a.m. At 3.30, we were still up. Still up looking for food in St. Louis. So let's just say I am goosed. Goosteroo. I'm going to go. Here's the thing, all right? I know when I look tired because I feel tired. I met a guy earlier and he was like, hey man, what's up? Where have you been? And I was like, I was in Chicago, just got back. And he goes, you look tired. And I was like, yeah, I am tired. I'm tired. Just got out, came out to get some food. I ran into you. We're having this small talk. Wish we weren't. But there you go. You can't get all the gifts you want for. I got back to LA. That's the main thing. There's no better feeling in the world than arriving back to LA. It's the best. It really is the best. It's warm full of beautiful people you can get stuff close by whenever you need it it's a fine time people it's a fine time i said before and i'll say it again how anyone in america doesn't live in la or new york and they choose to live elsewhere what's up what's up with that i know some places are cool but they're cool for a visit if you're going to live in one of them why not you're aware unless you have some reason where you can't leave then i'll say okay but if you're like, oh, I'm going to live in Denver <laughs> or Austin, you're like, okay, they're not bad. I'm not saying they're bad, but you know LA and New York exist. You are aware of those places in your own country. 
But yeah, getting back to LA is the best. The best, the best, your whore is the best. But then I met this guy and he, he was like, oh, you look tired. And I was like, yeah, I am tired. And he goes, oh, yeah, Jesus. You look it. And I said, oh, yeah, I know. I know, yeah, I need some sleep. He's like, you do look very tired. You should get sleep because you look tired. And he said, tired so many times. I said to myself, is he trying to fight? <laughs> Does he want to fight me? Because I'm here for it. I'm so tired, I'll fight you. You keep calling me tired looking. Just call me ugly. Just say what you want to say. Just say I look haggard. Just say I'm not aging well. Just say I look like a decrepit piece of shit. Say I look like a corpse walking around being a creep. Uh, you don't have to keep saying tired to me because now I'm now I'm curious. Is this a fighting situation? What's happening here, buddy? If you say it more than three times to me, you look tired. Then the fists are coming out. The fists are coming out and they're going towards your face. Don't care if you're man, woman, child, grandmother, grandfather, dog, puppy, kitten or cat. I'll fight you all if you call me tired more than three times. And that's one of the rules of life, people. In case you don't know, a lot of people are like, Merkel... Merkel, what's a rule of life? There we go. You got a nice rule of life. Uh, if you need any more rules of life, hit me up. I'll let you know. Um, always be always be writing sex poems. That's another rule of life. Um, my brain is great in sex poems. Been writing some good sex poems least recently. I might write another one. I don't really like reading them out because if I read them out, it ruins my train of thought for the podcast. And then I dip off and then I tire out and I say, oh, I'm going to the gym. So that's why I won't be reading them on here. So fuck you. People are like, please read them. Send me money. You get enough shit for me for free. I hope people tell me do stuff for free. Are they joking? Another annoying thing is, Jesus Christ, I'm annoying as fuck on Instagram. Or like, you'll know if I'm coming somewhere. Post about it all the time. I'll be in Chicago. I'll be in St. Louis. And then I get back to LA and people are like, oh... When are you in Chicago? And I was like, I was fucking there two days ago. What's up? Oh, I didn't realize they were. Yeah, but when you come back next time, it's just like, ah, you're awful. People too, even people trying to hang out. I was there with Michael Rappaport and he's a psychic dean. Sound. Those two fuckers are sound out. Two of my favorite fuckers. Um, and people are always like, can I come to a show? And I'd be like, Sometimes it's chicks I like, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, come swoop, swoop along. And it's unreal how often people flake. It's incredible. Incredible. It's like it, that now that there's a rule of life, and then you've got your pump problems. Your pump problems, pump, pump, as you say in Ireland, pump, 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 pump. That's how we say making love in Ireland. Pump, 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 pump. Pumpity pump 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 pump. That's what we say during sex in Ireland. Pumpity pump 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 pump. The pumpity pump 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 pump. One more time for the people in the back. The pumpity pump 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 pump. Um. Yeah, people are so flaky here. It's unreal. I don't get it. It's a, that's a pump problem. Pump problem is the flakiness of people. You'd be like, oh, that person seems cool. Let's hang out, and then they'll flake. I've had people be like, I'm almost at the show. Let's. I'll text you when I'm outside. And I've never heard back from them ever again. I'm like, are they dead? What's up? Did they die? And then you realize, no, they're just time-wasting hoors. That's a pump problem. That's a pump 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 issue. Um, Yeah, it's, it's flaky. It's like, Jesus. And then when are you coming back here next? And you'll be like, oh, fuck off. 
Fuck off, op de hel, fuck off, op de hel, fuck off, op de hel, fuck off, op de hel. Sing along now if you know the words, people. Fuck off, op de hel, fuck it off, op de hel, 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 fuck off, op de hel, fuck off, op de hel. That's uh. The problem too. That's the answer. If you've got a pump problem, start singing that to the people. Be they male, female, cat and kitten, pup and dog or doog. Whatever you need. Imagine doogs we call or dogs we call doogs. What up, doog? What up, my doog? Just throw another O in there. Now you got a real interesting animal. You love dogs. What about a doog? Oh doog. What up, my doog? It's funny too, I found out. I was going to meet this girl recently, and uh, I knew her too. We were chatting for ages. We hung out many times, and then my buddy was like, um, I think she's cracking on to me in my DMs, and I, having an inflated ego, was like, nah, she's just being nice. She's just being nice. She's coming to a show. She's just being nice. And he was like, Okay. And I was like, yeah, man, she's just been nice. My ego is like massaging my shoulders, being like, hey, man, she's just been nice. She's just been nice. And then we get to the show, and we were doing a show. And then after, he's like, I think she's still cracking on to me. And I was like, hey, man. And my ego was over my shoulder, being like, hey, shut, come on, friend, shut up. You're, you're, you're missing the point here. She's just been nice. She's just been nice. She's just been nice. And then we went to a bar, and um, <laughs> I came back, and he's like, we just made out. And I was like, ah, yeah, but that's what, that's what, uh, isn't that, isn't that, isn't that, isn't that now, isn't that now what people do when they're being nice? They, they have a little, <laughs> they kiss their friends, isn't that, hang on there now a second now, let me check the rule book, let me check the pump problems. The life rule book, the pump problems, and just she's just been nice. Um, let me check. Is is that yeah? Okay, she's been a bit too nice now, according to the life rule book. So now it's gone from a uh, she's been too nice to pump problems. Okay, she's making out. Okay, okay. Oh, I've been stupid all along. Oh, nice. Now my ego is like, yo, man, you shouldn't have listened to me. And I said, fuck you, ego, you dirty whore. <laughs> But you know that's that's the pump life. You gotta roll, 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 roll around with the swings and the hits and the misses, and uh, not your friends' misses. That would be uh, not part of the pump life. But you know what I mean. You know you gotta roll, roll along, um, and then you you eventually you find a connection. But what if you don't? You might not find a connection. Then you'll die alone. And you know, well, fuck it. You you messed. <laughs> That's hilarious to think you'll die alone. A lot of people listening to this are probably like, Mark, you're going to die alone. Oh, who cares? Because in your own head, you're so deluded. You're like, nah, that wouldn't happen to me. And then you'll just be like, shit, I've been single for 24 years. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm broken. <laughs> I am broken. Shit, I thought it was... I thought, I thought the girls were the pump problem. Oh, Jesus, it's me? Ego, you dirty whore. You weren't telling me it was my fault all this time? I feel like I know I like a girl if I sleep next to her and uh, my brain doesn't start screaming, she's not the one. 
she's not the one. If my brain doesn't start screaming, she's not the one. Get her out of here. This bed is a sacred place. Kick her out. Kick her out. Kick her out. Then I'll be like, oh, I like her. But if my brain says that, then I'll be like, ah, Jesus. Or I'm a sabotaging myself. You never know, really, people. You never know. It's hard. As an Irishman, it's hard to uh, express emotion to people that I like. Be their family, friends, pump life. Um whatnot but i will say this i i i did tell a pair of nike yesterday i love you <laughs> i bought a new pair of shoes and i was looking at them and i said i love you i was in st louis is it st louis or st louis right in tell me fill me in here's another question i gotta ask because i keep forgetting it to google it and i'm gonna forget by the time it, this is over whenever i'm washing this is completely random and off off point completely but fuck it it's popped in my head whenever i'm washing black clothes in the wash they always come out no matter what i do they always come out and they're like covered in white something i don't know what it is it's just white chalky stuff and i'm like what is the detergent what the fuck is happening and i gotta like hand wash them and it's very annoying and it keeps happening no matter what fucking machine i use and i'm like it's it's me and i keep forgetting to google it until i go down and it happens again and i'm like ah bastards and then i got too upset and i just leave it all behind and uh so if you know what that is right in because i'm gonna forget by the time this is over people always send me lines or they'll do um they'll send me lines on the podcast being like that was funny and i said who said that and they said you said it and i was like did i say that that's kind of funny all right and i'll say shit forgot completely that happened or they'll write people are making podcast art and they'll write they'll make art on the line i say and i'll be like oh uh, okay i like the art but what i didn't say that they'd be like you did 17 minutes and 40 seconds in and i'll go listen i say oh that was good that was good well done mark's brain you forget it all instantly but that was good uh, that was good anyway i was in st louis i went the rapper and the dean and we went we got some barbecue um <laughs> they're just funny fuckers they're two of my favorites i love going on the road with rafa born dean crystalia michael Anochi. um because they're just all buddies and it's just hanging out with your buddies mocking each other relentlessly mocking 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 having fun A serious chat no thank you boring talk no thank you not being honest with each other and just pretending to like each other for the sake of no thank you um so we, we got barbecue we didn't know how the crowd would react to rapivore in we did chicago and the vic theater it was like 1100 people and it sold out which is pretty slick because that was the first theater he did so that was dancing and that was fun i did chicago so many times recently i realized the difference between um chris's crowds and Rappaport's crowds. Chris's crowds are kind of up for a laugh. So if I mock them, they'll laugh, laugh, laugh. And then if I mock them, they'll keep laughing. They won't get very upset. Some do, but they won't get upset. And they keep going. But Rappaport's crowd, they'll laugh. And then if I mock them, they'll stop laughing. Being like, who the fuck is this guy laughing at mocking us? And then I'll make them laugh again. And they'll laugh. And then I'll mock them. And they'll stop it's more fun because you're just like ah how how deep can i go so they'll never laugh again but you know me 
I, I keep winning them back you know it's an awful affliction of mine that I just keep winning I go from silence to uproarious laughter do you know it's a very t- it's a tough life people it's a very tough life um, but then we went to St. Louis and we were like ah we don't know what kind of crowd they're going to be down here but we went for barbecue and uh, Jesus there was like people waiting outside a hotel for him to sign stuff they were outside the restaurant we didn't even tell people where we're going we we're like we've we been followed people on the streets were just quoting movie lines at him and i was like okay this should be good and then we did a show and the first show i did about 30 minutes and jesus it was probably one of the best shows i've done they were loving it he was like they were loving it and he was he was like yeah because they're not pussies here and I was like, ah, so I could mock them, and they liked it. And that gave me a mental and physical erection on stage, which enabled me to be funnier. And then we did a second show, and they were, like, drunk. But it was still a good laugh, because you can just mock people. <laughs> it's the best fun. I love when people get upset with a joke, and then by the end they're laughing. You'll be like, ah, that, that makes it better. You're annoyed, and now you're laughing. That's I win. I beat you. I beat you with your little mind. Um, geez, the hotels were dubious, though. So I got into Chicago because I had a show Friday at Laugh Factory again in Chicago. Get to the hotel that's by the Vic Theater. I thought Rappaport and Dean were staying there. They were at like a nice hotel downtown, but it was sold out for the night that I was there. So they were like, oh, his agent got me a hotel by the place. I was like, it must be good if they're staying there. And then I got there, and it was it was petite, as they like to say. Let's use some um, euphemisms for the hotel. It was petite, a lot of character, a lot of character. Real Chicago, Chicago Town Theater uh, Hotel room was uh, cozy. It was a cozy room. Let's say, let's say it was a cozy little room cozy room. And uh, I took a shower at one point. I was taking a shower. I know a lot of you would be surprised that I shower, but you're like, you look like you take baths. Um, I took a shower, and at one point, I was in the shower, and I was like, who the f-? I heard someone like in my room, and I was like, what the fuck? And then the person was like, just going, stop shouting, stop shouting. And I was like, oh, why did I not shouting? And I was like, hey, I'm not shouting. I was just shouting out to the shower, and I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then I went out of the shower, and I realized... It was the person in the room next to me. She was on the phone, and the walls were paper thin, but the good paper, you know, not cheap paper now, but the good paper, like the wedding invitation paper, um, so the good kind, and I was like, oh, Jesus, they're that thin that I could hear her conversation. Sounds like she's shouting in my ear while I was in the shower. So that was nice, and then after the show, just chilled. I went back to the hotel The the fucking elevator was it was a cozy elevator very quaint very quaint um very quaint very tight but that's what you want in an elevator tightness and kind of rickety and it fits four people and i was in the elevator and then someone was like hold the elevator and i held it and it was four uh, large drag queens and a hell of for them and it just said four capacity but there was four of them and one of me and i was already there and they were looking at me and um you know me i'm a polite guy i don't want to be kicked out of the country so i didn't say way well, one of you drag queens have to get out i said nothing and they were looking at me and they were like where are you from 
and they were probably 60 year old drag queens very well done up and i said ireland and then one of them said oh i've always wanted to suck an irish dick and i said oh what floor are you and then it turns out they were going to the same floor as me and then the second drag queen said me too and the third one said me too and the fourth one said i want to suck one too and then we had a it was only on the fourth floor but it was a very long ride you know i was just standing there being like ah geez sure my dick is english it's a weird thing that's up my body i've got a i'm irish but english dick um and then we got out and i said i'll see you later have a good night ladies and i went left and um they said have a good one if you want to come party let us know and i said ah sure see you later and i went left and then i realized they went left too and then i got to my door and then i realized they were right, right across the hallway uh, in the room across the way and they said let us know if you want to party and they said a few times that i felt there's a sexual innuendo going on here then i went into my room and i subtly locked the door then I took another shower and I came out. There was knocking on the door and there was a couple of drag queens saying, hey, come over, party. And I said nothing. And I stood there in silence, cold, shivering from the shower. And then I went to bed. Went to bed as best I could. I read a little book and then I had drag queens knocking on the door the whole night. And that was a that was a nice, nice, nice hotel. Shout out to the Michael Rappaport for putting me up in such a nice little spot. Very quaint, very cozy, very, very Chicago, very Chicago. Then we went to St. Louis and uh, we got to the hotel. You never know what these hotels are going to be. They could be like a five star and you're just like, this is a five star, it's a St. Louis five star. I got to my room. It was like, it was literally 11.55 a.m., I walked into my room and it felt like midnight and I was like what the fuck there was like it was a big suite too there was like a living room area and then there was a bedroom and then there was a bathroom and there was a kitchen it was a big room but there was one fucking window with light in the bedroom and like the living room had like there was a window but it just faced a wall directly so there was no light coming in and they had all the lights on i was like why does it feel like midnight it feels like what the fuck it was so depressing and then the heat was on 80 and it was just warm and dark and i was like what the fuck is happening and i was on no sleep and i was drag queen paranoid and um i was like oh i can't i gotta be one of those fuckers i gotta change rooms and then um I went and I said, hey, uh, this room is like a depressing heat pot. Oh, the heat was broken too. And they were just like, oh, it's nice. 80 degrees is nice. And I said, are you psychotic? Are you psychotic? I'm not sleeping in 80 degree heat for the love of fucking Jesus. Um, for the love of Jesus, I cannot sleep in this heat. In this heat. Um so i went and changed rooms and they were very upset they said but that's our best suite we had you as a vip and i said i'll be depressed and i won't be able to sleep and then i changed rooms and it had a sliver more light there's no point to the story i sound like a complaining fucker but what's up with these uh, depressing rooms anyway that got my st louis trip off i was like oh is this place dubious and then we were driving around this big scientology building you're like what the fuck is happening here st louis 
downtown kind of looked a bit like old Soviet Union. Went to get barbecued. That was savage in fairness. Salt and sugar or some shit like that. And then Rappaport was like, let's go buy some Jordans. And I was like, oh, Betsy, now we're talking. I don't love people, but I do love shoes. So let's go buy some Nike. And I was looking at this green pair of shoes that was, um, they, they came out Friday. This pisses me off. These shoes, Nike keep like releasing shoes and they're limited editions. It's just like fucking release more, you whores. But they released these Jordans, Jordan 1s, that were green and black. And I said, I'm going to try and get them. And I tried to get them, and they sold out instantly. They were sold out. And I said, oh, you bastards. And then we went to this boutique shoe shoe store in St. Louis. We walked in, and I said, by any chance do you have these? And he goes, we do, but they're only in size 13. We have only one pair. And I said... Would you believe me now when I said this? I am size 13. And they said, are you joking? Because that's all we have. So if you're joking, we can't get you anymore. And I said, give me those fucking shoes. And I put them on. And my feet got an erection. And my toes stood up on end. And they said, never take these off, Merky boy. Never take these off. So I bought them on the spot. Rappaport bought these Unreal Miami Jordan ones. And let's just say after that, we love St. Louis. We were like, what a great place. What a great place. They gave me a free T-shirt. One of the worst fitting T-shirts I've ever put on in my life. They gave me a discount because I was with Rappaport. And I, I would have paid extra for them just to not give me the T-shirt. One of the worst. It, it felt like a frock. <laughs> I don't even know what a frock feels like on. But the shape of this T-shirt was frock level shitness. Um... So, you know, uh, who knows what's up with this. Uh, So, yeah, that was the whole trip. That was the trip. Thought it would be more interesting people. I thought the drag queens would have have something good. No, didn't really work out. Um, So, I kind of fucked up there. Really fucked up. I feel like I let you down. It's kind of like, do you ever see? This is what annoys me. People will add me on Instagram under close friends. And I'm like, oh, yeah, put me on close friends. What's this going to be? Nudes? You're going to be doing some illegal shit. You're going to be having some fun. You're going to be cheating on your husband, cheating on your wife. What's going on in these close friends? If you don't know close friends on Instagram, it's when you share a story and you can pick who sees it. So it's like a little private, private little viewing. And then people in LA will put me on and I'll click in their close friends and it's just them eating bread. Like, whoopty. Oh, oh God. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Fucking thank you for wasting my time. For the love of God. Come on to fuck. Pissing me off with the close friends. Here's a good way to gauge uh, if you don't like someone anymore. If you move them on Instagram, you can go from primary, which is the main section. If you move them back to general, then it's over, people. It's over. Their messages have come on. You don't want to see them. I've done it a few times recently in the last month, and I felt better. I moved them to the doesn't matter as much pile. I don't even like reading most messages. I just have a thing where I hate seeing the notification for messages, so I'll just click on them. Then I'll like them. Because I feel bad. It's all about shame and feeling bad. Shout out to the Catholic upbringing. Thanks, Jesus. 
but I'd click in the fucking message and then someone would be like, blah, blah, blah. And I'll just like the message and then they'll reply, oh, thank you for liking it. I didn't think you'd respond to that. Then I'd like it again. They'd be like, whoa, so what's up? You want to hang out? And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. I fucked up. So I'm not going to like messages anymore. I keep saying that, but then I just feel bad and I do. Um, here's the thing too. Random, 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 random people asking me to hang out like genuinely asking me to hang out do you not realize i barely like my own friends i'll dodge them <laughs> like then they're people like kind of like they're friends and you think i would hang out with you come on fuckers do i give out that impression is that what i do come on please please say no i must please say i, I don't come across like that that i really want to hang out um because then I'm not doing right. I'm not doing well. It's I've I've been fucking up somewhere. If that's the impression that I've been giving out. So let's say it now. Oh, speaking of, I was I got a call the other day, or I got a text off this buddy. He's an Irish guy. I met him the other day through um just some other Irish friends, and. I say I was friends. I met the dudes once, and then I was like, "Oh, we're friends." Um, and he was like, "Oh, he was doing an interview for like this Irish show that I thought was a podcast." And he's he owns a bar here in LA. And he was like, "They're looking for like Irish people. They're looking for influential Irish people in LA." And he said, "I tried every one. They all said no." So now I'm turning to you, and I said, "Ha ha ha! Put me down! Put me down! I need press." Always. So put me down, put me down. And I was literally going there. And I was like texting him. I was like, I'm on the way. Is this a big podcast or what's up with it? And he was like, oh, no, it's a, it's a TV show. They do a podcast, but this is a TV show. And I said, oh, well, super, because I'm wearing shorts and I haven't combed my hair. I might be 10 minutes late. Did a quick U-turn, dressed, combed, did it. It's funny because interviews, I don't mind podcasts because I'm like, ah, I'd say whatever usually, or else I'd dodge out of it. But then on TV, I was like, oh, no, now my parents are going to be watching this. I can't get out of this one. I was like, let's not say anything stupid. And then I looked into the camera, and I said, you're a cunt. <laughs> and I was like, will that air? And I'd be like, yeah, that's funny. That's a good way to end it. And I was like, oh, so <laughs> Oh, super, super, super. That's good. I just said, cunt. My parents, they don't curse. I've never heard them curse. They've never really heard me curse. Uh, so that's nice. I just went for the, the harshest word I could find. Jumped right in, and now we're good to go. I feel my mom thinks I'm probably going mental anyway. Like, dates in LA are hilarious. Or, like, girls will text you stuff. They'll be like, that's fine. However, we're compatible. I love telling people my star sign because they get so pissed. What's your star sign? Gemini. No. Not Gemini. You're all bastards. You're all fuckers. But then they'll go one further and they'll be like, what time were you born? I need to know what time you born and exact location. And uh, I'll be like, why? They're like, because then you can find out your Verizon moon and your falling earth and your your silly star and your, we can see if we're compatible. And you're just like, we could just talk. <laughs> we could just chat for five minutes. I'll be able to tell you within two minutes if you're a fucking idiot or not. So, um, 
but sometimes if they're really hot and I'm really dumb and it's a it's a it's a low time for me if I'm dumb and harney if I'm dumb and very harney <laughs> you know when you get dumb and harney and you're like ah oh, harney boy I'm a harney boy I wish I had a horn that said like that hello I'm harney boy um and I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Let me find out. And I have to text my mom. Mom, what time was I born? And my mom was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. Also, what location exactly? Give me the coordinates. And my mom will be like, are you on drugs? And I'll be like, I wish. I really do wish. But no, my mom just dumb and horny. <laughs> dumb and horny for a woman. And she'll say, is this a kidnap situation? And I was like, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. And then I'll find out the shit or else i'll just make it up <laughs> that's what i've done a few times what time was i born 5 21 p.m and then they'll go look it up on their little charts and then 20 minutes later after sitting in 20 minutes of silence they'll just look at me and say no 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 this is not happening this is not uh we're not compatible and i'll say okay thank you for making me sit here for 20 minutes when we could have just spoken for 10 and uh I heard a girl like the other day saying, she said, I would never date a guy who was watched porn. So best of luck for her. Best of luck to her. Best of luck now to her out there, out there in the world trying to find a guy who's never watched porn. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's like a guy being like, I, I would never date a girl who's had a period. I would never. That's not for me. That's that's not my. That's not my kind of woman. That, that might be your kind of woman, but I'm a classier man than that. And you're just like you're a fucking idiot. That's what you are. So best of luck there. Best of luck to all these people. You do get mental people too. Like you never know who you, if you're going to date a mental person. Like the other night at a show, <coughs> Chicago show, I actually met two people who worked in funeral homes, and this one woman started crying while they were taking a photo. She was shaking. She was like, I'm a Catholic too. I'm a Catholic too. And she was shaking like one of, you're like, oh shit, is she going to stab me? She had those stabbing vibes, misery vibes. She'd lock me up in a little basement, feed me porridge, not knowing that I would be enjoying the porridge, but you know, those kind of vibes. She was like, ha, 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 I work in a funeral home. If you ever want to come see a dead body, let me know. <laughs> it wasn't even like um, a joke at all. It was like that was her. Was that a chat up line? I don't know what it was, but it was like, okay. <laughs> I don't want to. I was talking to a girl, chatting to her, and she works as a mortician. She does like autopsies and shit. And I'm like, okay. It's actually a good laugh, though, because you think they'd all be dead inside and weirdos. She probably is, she is dead inside, actually and maybe a weirdo but like the good kind of weirdo not the kind of weirdo that cries as we take a photo as her boyfriend oh yeah that was it her boyfriend was taking the picture and she was like feeling up my ass and i didn't realize i was like oh shit she's trying to put her hand down my back of my pants i was like okay see you later and the boyfriend's like thank you so much and i was like does he know or does he not know is this a cock town is chicago a cock town let me ask you that Shout out to my Chicago cocks. Is this a cock town? Or not? And I didn't know. And they went probably to make love around dead bodies. Oh, but the autopsy woman was telling me she was doing an autopsy recently. And I was like, do you not get squeamish or anything? Like, 
is it not nasty? She's like, no. And even one time, they cut open a body. I, how did you pronounce it? Cadaver? Cadaver? You know, like a dead body. You know people. People who are smart, you know. People who are dumb, they'll be like, yeah, that's how you do. And uh, a load of spiders came out of the body. Because the dude died in a forest. He died in a forest. And spiders crawled into him. And that was their home. And these weren't small spiders. These were... Fu- she showed me a picture. And I was like, holy Jesus Christ on a stick. Jesus Christ on a stick. What is happening? So that's nice, people. Don't die in a forest, I suppose, is the lesson we get from this podcast. If you can, avoid dying in a forest. Die in a plane with the coronavirus. The coronavirus, Jesus, I hate, I was flying so much, and my buddy had me paranoid. She was like, I'll get you some masks. And I was like, do I need them? She's like, yeah, just don't touch your face either. And then I was getting paranoid, so I was like, all right, I'll take the mask. So I took the masks. Have you tried not to touch your face? Especially when someone tells you don't touch your face. Especially when you're like on an airplane where the air is annoying and dry and your face is dry. And you're, all you can think about is don't touch your face. Don't touch the face. Don't touch your face. Do not touch your face. And I touched my face probably seven million times within the first four minutes of sitting on the fucking plane. It was unbelievable just because I was aware. And you're wearing a mask which makes your face itchier. And you're just like, oh, Christ, somebody kill me. I would prefer to die than not touch my face. So maybe that's a better way to die if you're thinking about it. Fuck going into the forest. You don't need the forest. No, the forest isn't for you. Just sit in the plane and touch your face until you pass away. It's great fun. I highly recommend it. And then if anyone asks, hey, well, how come? How come? Do you think we're compatible? That's my thing. I'll be like, can you touch your face? I'll be on a date. Can you touch your face? If you're told not to touch your face and if a person says, yeah, I'm like, okay, you got a bit more self-control than me. Now, is that compatible? Then I'll be like, do you eat gluten? They'll say, no, no, I do bad stuff when I eat gluten. That's what people in LA will tell me. I do bad stuff when I eat gluten. And you're like, like what? You kill people? <laughs> They'll be like, no, I just I just eat donuts. I get, I get. And you're just like, oh, Christ, on a stick. I feel like if you were dating someone and you, you cheated, you were like, oh, shit, I cheated on you. But look, I'm sorry. I had gluten that day. And then you get the other person be like, oh, you, you really hurt me. But I get it. I get it now with the gluten. I get what you're like in the gluten. You do bad stuff on gluten. God, could you just give up gluten for Lent? Could you be vegan? My new thing, I've realized, it's actually pretty easy to be vegan. If you're out there and you're thinking of change your life and you want to become vegan, it's easy. All you do is lie. <laughs> just lie about what you eat. You a vegan? Hey, heck yeah, baby. Heckin', heckin' yes. And then women be like, oh, he's a vegan. I'm kind of into that. I asked the girl recently what she was giving up for Lent. I was like, are you giving up meat? She was like, no. (laughs) I crave meat. I crave steak in the AM. (laughs) She was like, I'm a meat lover. It wasn't even sexual innuendo ways. It was just she loved meat. But the crave steak in the AM, wow, that tickled me giblets to hear that. That tickled me giblets. That turned me on. Imagine craving steak in the AM. You wake up. What should we have? Fucking steak. Let's get right into it. Fuck. And I'm like, oh, but I, I've been lying about being a vegan this whole time. She's like, I've been lying about being faithful. I'm a horny, horny, horny whore. And you're like, oh, give me that. 
Give me that steak. Give me that steak, baby. I'm a meat lover. And I'll say, Jesus, I know it's Lent and this is religious, but I've never been so horny. I said, I'll have to do a sex poem about Lent now. Harney. Harney by it, Lent. Here's a good thing to give up for Lent. Religion. Go on, give it a go. Give up Lent. Give up religion. Give it all up. Can we live better lives? Give up shame. I'd love to try that. Will they do it? No. Why? Because I'll just passively allow shame to happen to me. And that's it, people. You just passively let shit happen to you. Then you realize you've been single for 24 years. You're close to death. You're going to die alone. And you'll say, Ah, shit. I should have fucking listened to that guy in the podcast. He was trying to give me a sign, but I was too busy being a meat lover. I was craving steak in the air, but I was eating some steak, and I fucked it all up. So that's my message to you people. Touch your face. Fuck it all up. Be passive. Let life happen. And then die. (laughs) It's a good rule. Let life happen and then die. All right, I don't think we can have a more uplifting um, ending to that. And if you if you think I could have, then fuck you. You're not letting life happen. You're trying to dictate. No, let life happen and then die. It's a good old Irish wisdom. Um, all right, on that note, that's it, people. There we go. We're all done. We're all out. We're all out of words. We did it. We reached a thousand words. Uh, if you're in LA this week, come Wednesday at Laugh Factory and Friday at the Laugh Factory. I can't remember where else I am. I think I'm in Denver soon, too. And then I'm going to West Palm Beach, too. Um, all in March. So if you're in those areas, and just look it up. Google it, you whores. I'm opening for Chris, and I think I'm opening for the Rappaport. So come along, you dirty, 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 dirty dancers. Goodbye, good duck, good duck, good duck, good duck, good duck, good duck. Hi, good duck, do, do, good duck, good duck, good duck, good duck.